Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ouch That Hurts. I'm your host, Yolani. And in today's episode, I will be talking about why are women falling behind? So why are women not holding political power or why are women not financially stable? These are going to be some of the ideas that I've encountered and I've gotten from different books that I've read. So without any more chit-chatting, let's get started. So let me talk about this book called Financial Feminists. And this book is by Tori Dunlap. She talks about how women could not hold a credit card until 1974 and therefore could not build any credit for a mortgage, for a car, or for a business loan. Also, another thing that I got from this book is that women are constantly reminded that they need to save while men are encouraged to invest and take any risk. How many of us have been told that the only reason why we're not financially independent is because we don't know how to save or because we are always getting our coffee from Starbucks or getting our makeup from Sephora. That has been countless, countless times. And I love this because women are are constantly reminded how they always have to be saving. And man, they can purchase whatever they want and no one tells them anything. So that is that. From the book Girls That Invest, and this is by Sivaram Kaur, talks about how women had to rely on their fathers, their brothers, and husbands to manage their money. That means that women couldn't hold any property until a few decades ago. And it's very sad because can you imagine not holding a property just because you're a female? That's very, very tragic. So that's that. Another thing that I got from another book, it's this feminist book by Jennifer Saul. And I learned I learned about this book and I discovered this book through my college years. I was taking a left, right, center class, which is a political class, political science class. And this book is incredible for those who want to know more about research and why women always fall behind and talks about feminism abuse. So love it. So one of the points been being made on that book is that in marriage, women tend to stand to stay at home to provide for their child care of their kids, stopping them from career years. So that means that instead of them being in a corporate setting, they have to be at their home and they are obligated to stay at home to take care of their kids, something that guys don't have to do. And that's why guys never pause their career. Another thing is that in a divorce, women to t- tend to have part-time jobs to take care of their children. Therefore, they fail to promote, get promoted to leadership roles. Many of these executive positions, men do not have, I mean, women do not have the opportunity to just be part-time. They have to be full-time if they want to be executives or CEOs or heads of a corporation. And that really sucks because that means that you're not able to provide take care of your family and then at the same time have a great living by being an executive or hold a a power so that is that another another thing that i learned from another girl and it's sally krachek she is one of the most powerful women in wall street 
And I learned from her because I like to listen. Erica taught me her podcast. If you don't know about her, she's a TikToker. And she also talks about financial independence and how you can create this level of financial security for yourself. So incredible, incredible girl. So on her, on her podcast, she had Sally Krawcheck. And she talks about how women do not invest in the stock market early in their lifetime. So that means if women are not able to invest in their in in themselves meaning in taking risk at wall street that means that women in the years to come are not going to have as much money as other men that have started early early on so that's very important so women out there you should start investing you should invest as much money as you have and it doesn't matter if you have like ten dollars every month you should invest that money because that what's your what your biggest your biggest assets definitely time the more time you have the younger you are the more money and more returns you're going to get and that's compounding effect and it's very simple technique and a very simple way for you to get your money so that is that and the last one is the book that I've read, and it's called The Rise of Women and Wealth. So t- she talks about Miss Cindy C, and I can't pronounce her last name, so it's very hard last name for me. Um, she says that men still hold most of the power as tenure professors, heads of state, CEOs, business owners. This is 100% true. I mean, from all the Fortune 500 companies, we've seen that... All of these companies have been only a small, well, only a small portion of them are led by females. So a good 8%, if I'm not mistaken, that's very, very low. So, and also coming from my own personal experience, when I was in college, I only knew, I didn't, I only knew that a lot of those men, a lot of those college professors were tenures. And in comparison to my the female professors, they weren't tenure or they didn't have, um, they weren't heads of their departments, which a bit, is a little bit sad. I mean, fortunately, but now that I remember, fortunately, my president, she, the president of the University of Houston is a girl. And I'm very, very happy. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I love, I love U of H because it's, it promotes the idea that women are powerful. And also, I love the fact that she's also a minority. She is an immigrant. And it's something that I definitely get inspiration from. from. Uh, her name is Renek Tor. And I really, really love her story. So now that I remember, I'm very fortunate enough to have a president who is part of the university. So... I love that so much, but it's true. Many of the universities, they don't have presidents who are females and it's very, very sad. So um, another thing she talks about is that philosophers and religious leaders undermined women's right. Aristotle, who's a very famous philosopher, claimed that women were inferior to men. Women in popular religious, religious groups are prohibited from holding leadership on churches. So that is so true. I mean, a girl can't be a pope. So there you have it. And then there's centuries of patriarchal that still hurt women. We do not have access to financial and political resources. And well, we do have we do have financial and political resources. However, it is not proportional to men because men have been having these resources 
for a long time for decades to come since the time of humanity so that men say well we are equal now no we're not we're still not equal because you have have been compounding all this power and all this financial resources since pretty much the start of humanity and it's not fair for you to act like oh we can be equal now whenever we don't have whatever you have so um, very important to to acknowledge that so women somewhere and i think it's from tiktok i think i also heard uh, tori dunlap talk about this on her podcast and she talks about how women wait for the perfect time to apply for that job for that dream job so they only apply when they have met all the criterias in that job description so very important for us to acknowledge that you don't have to have every single you don't have to meet every single criteria from that job. If you really like that job, then you should go and apply for it. You never know what can happen. So with that being said, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. This is a very short episode, but this is something that I wanted to talk about because there's so many things that I've learned through these incredible books and incredible podcasts that I've been able to listen to. So without any more chit-chatting, thank you so much for listening. And also don't forget to follow me on TikTok at Ouch That Hurts Podcast and also at on Pinterest at Ouch That Hurts by Yolani. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.